We run, we jump, we swim and play. We row and go on trips. I think y'all know where I'm going with this. It's a special episode of Are You a Fan of the Dark? Camp on Awana Edition. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. We call this podcast... Camp on Awana. We hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's special episode of Are You a Fan of the Dark? Instead of going to the campfire, we're going to camp itself. In fact, we're going to Camp Anawana. This is a special edition because I'm doing a solo episode this week, and I wanted to do something a little different to celebrate the end of summer. Summer always made me want to go to summer camp. I never did sleepaway camp because it really wasn't offered where I live. I did a lot of day camps. Uh, The only overnight camp that I did was one field trip in fourth grade where we went and stayed up in a cabin on a mountain or something. And the other one was a week at horse camp. That was an interesting experience. Needless to say, I don't have any experience with anything like Camp Anawana, and I always wanted something like it. So of course I loved this show. So some of you may be wondering, what the heck is Salute Your Shorts? What the heck is Camp Anawana? Well, let me save us both some time and I'm just going to read the Wikipedia. So according to the wiki, it says, Salute Your Shorts is an American comedy television series that aired on Nickelodeon from 1991 to 1992. It was based on the 1986 book Salute Your Shorts, Life at Summer Camp by Steve Slatkin and Thomas Hill. The series is set at the fictional summer camp, Camp Anawana. It focuses on teenage campers, their strict and bossy counselor, and the various capers and jocularities they engage in. Yeah. Guys, it really says jocularities. (laughs) It was primarily filmed at Franklin Canyon Park and the Griffith Boys Park Camp within Griffith Park in Los Angeles. The title comes from a common prank campers play on each other. A group of children steal a boy's boxer shorts and raise them up the flagpole. Hence, when people see them waving like a flag, other children would salute them as part of the prank. It ran from June 1991 to June 1992. There's only two seasons and only 26 episodes. Guys, when I read that, it really surprised me because I used to watch the heck out of this show. I didn't watch it when it was brand new because I was too young. I was only five and six for the the two seasons. But uh, I have a lot of fond memories about this show because it seemed like it was so much fun. My brothers and I would (laughs) sing the theme song at each other all the time. I am choosing to do the infamous Zeke the Plumber episode because it ties in so well with Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's all about a ghost story. I don't remember who tells the ghost story. I honestly don't remember that much about Salute Your Shorts. What I do remember about Salute Your Shorts are a few characters like Budnick, the red-haired mulleted bully. I remember Donkey Lips, who's the typical big kid. He's also got a lot of freckles. And Ugg, the really surly counselor, and of course, the theme song, because who doesn't know the Camp Anawana theme song? I mean, really. I honestly don't remember much about this episode either, with the exception that it's about a plumber that used to work at the camp, and he got his nose ripped off, or bitten off, or whatever. What I vividly remember is the latex mask that somebody winds up wearing around the camp. It's probably Budnick. I don't know. We'll see. I'm actually not doing a retro sponsor this week because it's going to be a slightly shorter episode since I'm doing it solo. So without any further ado, let's get into Zeke the Plumber. Ooh, I might have some fancy ambiance for this. Um, It's monsoons right now, so you might hear some rain and thunder in the background. But I just finished watching Zeke the Plumber. 
this is technically episode two of season one, which is a really early on episode, and it's actually really well done. This has two different titles depending on where you're watching it. The original title is Zeke the Plumber. However, if you want to watch it on Amazon, because it is available on Amazon, it's just called Ghost Story. And it's in season two for some reason. I I don't understand that. I think they got it kind of messed up. The original air date for this was June 5th of 1991, and we get sort of a really interesting opening. It uh, is a black and white camera shot through obviously a camcorder with a kid narrating. I assume it's Sponge because he's kind of the tech nerd kid, but he's explaining to his parents what he's looking at. He's walking up a path somewhere in the camp and explaining, oh, this is a rock and these are trees, and it kind of had a Blair Witch vibe to it honestly. However, he walks up on Budnick, who's crouching in front of a tree and carving graffiti on it. Specifically, it says, Ugg is a loser or ugly, because I guess that's Ugg's full name. Who knew? Well, Budnick is talking to Sponge. All of a sudden, we see Ugg kind of appear from behind the tree, and Budnick plays dumb and is like, oh, I found this tree with the graffiti on it, and Ugg's like, yeah, uh-huh, sure. We'll see about that. I'm gonna look at that camera footage, and we'll see who's lying or not. Bud tells um, Sponge to run with the camera while Ugg is coming after both of them, and then we cut to the opening theme, and I always i i forgot how much i love 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 this theme it's so good and it's really genuine it's really sweet because they obviously took some like natural outtakes and just implemented them into the song and the kids reactions are real and i yeah it's just it's really good <laughs> so after we get through the opening we open on a scenic view of camp onawana on the lake and we have Dr. Khan. Oh my goodness. Now, Dr. Khan is just a voice, but he's the director of the camp. And he's the one that does all the announcements, which are usually pretty funny. And this one is no exception. Um, he sounds kind of like Mark Summers. And if you don't know who Mark Summers is, I'm sure all of the 90s kids are freaking out and screaming. Um, but he was the host on Double Dare and What Would You Do and a few other Nickelodeon game shows. But yeah, Dr. Khan announces that there's going to be a ghost story being told that night. This is Dr. Khan. Tonight's activities will be a terrifying ghost story about Camp Bonawana history. Or bingo in the rec center. First prize is a box of licorice. And then we cut to the lodge where all the campers are gathered in a very uh, spooky ambiance scene. There's candles. They're all just sitting around and Budnick is sitting there and somebody puts a fake spider on his knee <laughs> and Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips speaks and it's so sweet. I love this character so much because he has a lisp and it's adorable. Hey, hey, I put a spider on your knee. Oh. What's the matter? You don't like spiders? And here we learn that Budnick really doesn't like spiders. However, he's not going to let this stop him. He takes the flashlight and puts it up to his face in classic campfire style and starts telling a spooky story. So Budnick regales us with the terrible story of Zeke the Plumber. He apparently was just a custodian at the camp. However, he was also a soldier before he became a custodian and got his nose bitten off by a parrot in the Philippines. And I guess one day when he was working at the camp, he was digging a hole and hit a gas pipe, which broke it, and then for some reason lit a match. 
I'm I'm not sure. He couldn't smell the gas, so you know when he lit the match, he basically blew himself up. And ever since then, he's haunted the camp. The only thing that they could find that was left of him was his plunger. So for whatever reason, the plunger has stayed at the camp and anybody who touches it is cursed. So if you touch it, you're cursed to be visited by Zeke. And he also wears a mask. Why a ghost would wear a mask, I'm not entirely sure. But he wears a mask uh, to cover his horribly burned face. What is this guy, the Freddy Krueger of custodians? <laughs> and everybody, you know, doesn't really take the story seriously. A couple of the kids touch the plunger, notably Michael and Telly, and they're both just like, yeah, no, don't believe in ghost stories, whatever. All the campers go to retire for the night. The first thing we come upon are the girls getting ready for bed. And I'm trying to remember their names. I think it's Zizi, Telly, and Dina? Uh, Telly is, is really well-grounded, and she's like, oh, that was that was kind of a bullshit story or whatever. But Dina is a special kind of stupid, and she's squeezing toothpaste around her bed because she read somewhere that it keeps ghosts away. And Telly and Zizi just kind of brush it off. They all go to bed. As soon as the lights are off, they all start kind of getting scared, and then all of a sudden the lights flick on, and... Dina finds Zizi and Telly out of their beds and squeezing toothpaste around them. So apparently they were spooked enough by the story of Zeke the Plumber to <laughs> give in to superstition. And then we cut over to the creepiest thing. I'm pretty sure this gave me PTSD. This was a lot scarier than any of the Are You Afraid of the Dark stuff. We come into a night scene on one of the boys who's sleeping. It's Michael. And there's this really creepy sound and he's kind of restless in his sleep, and the sound gets louder and louder, and then it, he finally wakes up, and he turns over in his bed, and he looks over in the darkness of the cabin, and there's a figure bent over a toilet, plunging it. Now, if I saw this, even if it was a nightmare, I would lose my goddamn mind. Um, but Michael just kind of calmly sits up and is like, who are you? And the guy answers, my friends call me Zeke. And they have this weird exchange. Who are you? Friends call me Zeke. Zeke the plumber? Smart kid. Hey, does this look familiar? Harry the Hippo? Hey, where'd you get him from? From inside your head. That's where you keep all the things you don't want anybody to know about. You're not gonna tell anybody about this, are you? Of course not. Cause, I mean, if the kids at camp know I have a stuffed animal and I suck my thumb, I mean, I used to suck my thumb. Attention, everybody! Michael Stein sucks his thumb, and he has a stuffed animal at camp. <laughs> you baby! After this really creepy exchange, Zeke reaches into the toilet that he was just plunging and pulls out this horribly gross-looking, wet, stuffed hippopotamus. Michael immediately recognizes it, and Zeke offers it to him, and Mike's like, well, yeah, that's mine. Uh, don't tell anybody about it. It's really embarrassing if anybody knew that I brought a stuffed animal to camp. And, you know, then Zeke starts making fun of him. He's like, oh, what a baby. You brought a stuffed animal to camp. And 
oh, it's a really, really creepy exchange. Um, and it ends with Zeke saying that he needs to pull more stuff out of Michael's head and puts the plunger on his face. It's, oh my God, it's super creepy. Um, but then Mike wakes up, realizes that he was just having a nightmare, and he immediately goes over to his, his closet and pulls out his little hippopotamus, who happens to be named Harry, and throws him right in the trash because, well, he feels embarrassed. So then uh, we cut to the next morning, and all the kids are in the lodge getting breakfast, and Budnick goes up to Michael and starts making fun of him because he's like, oh, I heard you tossing and turning in your sleep last night and saying, oh, Harry the Hippo, Harry the Hippo, Zeke, no. So Budnick obviously knows about Harry the Hippo. So that that's kind of a done deal there. Um, they have kind of a little face-off, and Michael just calls Budnick a jerk, and then we pan over to the girls who are all sitting around at the breakfast table talking about how they didn't get much sleep last night, except for Dina, who apparently slept like a baby, but that's probably because she's also dumb as a rock. Um, but Telly's like, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm just going to take a quick little snooze here. And she falls asleep on the dining table. Seeing the opportunity, Budnick sneaks over to Telly as she's falling asleep and just whispers, Zeke the plumber, Zeke the plumber, really creepy-like into her ear. And she immediately starts dreaming about <gasps> Zeke the plumber. She realizes who he is immediately, but Zeke says, oh, I'm the plumber that grants wishes. What do you want? So Telly's like, oh, well, I want to be the best at ball. I want to play ball. The next thing we see is a round mirrored disco ball and Zeke escorting a now fancy dressed Telly into a room. And he's like, this is a ball and we're at a ball, so let's have a ball. And it's this, you know, horrible play on words. And Telly's like, oh, God, no. We're at a ball. There's a ball. So let's have a ball. I said I wanted to play ball, not go to a ball. Are you deaf? No. Dead. <laughs> yes. I hate being frilly. I hate being froofy. I need to get out of here. And Zeke's like, nah. And she can't escape. And she um, starts saying to herself, I got to get out of this ball. I got to get out of this ball. And she wakes up and, you know, she's in the dining hall again. And she realizes she just had this really weird, creepy dream. And Michael is right there next to her. And he's like, oh, you fell asleep. You look scared. You had a dream about Zeke, didn't you? So they start commiserating and they're talking about, okay, well, Zeke the plumber shows up in our dreams and he knows what we fear the most. So what can we possibly do about this? They really can't come up with anything. So the next scene is them going to their buddy Sponge, who's the, you know, smart little nerd kid. And Sponge is like, well, Budnick's the one that put the idea in your head. So maybe you need to take it out on him. And it just so happens that Budnick was going to come in and start making fun of Michael. So, you know, he's in the cabin now. They're all standing around. So, yeah, they confront Budnick. They're like, this is all your fault. If you're so brave, we're going to propose a challenge to you. You need to spend an entire night out where Zeke died out in the woods. And if you can do that, I don't really understand why this is their reasoning for getting over their fear, but whatever. So they make this bet with him. And um, if they win, he will stand out in front of everybody at camp and tell them how much of a wuss he is. But if Budnick wins, then Michael has to carry around Harry the Hippo and Telly has to wear a dress. 
So then we cut to that evening and all the kids, you know, they figure out exactly where Zeke died. Sponge gets the information somehow and, you know, Bud's preparing to spend the night there. And Donkey Lips brings him a chair and snacks and there's this little uh, quarrel about like what kind of chips he wanted because he wanted them ruffled and all this other stuff. But all the kids leave and as soon as they do, Budnick runs off too. So then we see where the kids go off and they all convene in a cabin and they are planning to basically mess with Budnick during the night. And Ugg gets in on this because he's like, I got a beef with Budnick. I want to get back at him. Let's do this. So <laughs> they start planning how they're going to screw with him. They give Donkey Lips this weird pumpkin mask that he can't see out of and just kind of leave him to wander around to bump into things. They kind of abandon him, the poor guy. <laughs> very sad. And then we cut to Budnick in the woods with all of his snacks and he's actually using his snacks to set traps. So he's like sprinkling the chips on the ground so that they crackle when people step on them. He's setting up um, the soda cans. He's shaking them so with trip wires. So if somebody trips the wire, they will spray everywhere. And he also fills a cooler with rocks and hangs it in a tree. Donkey Lips is <laughs> blindly wandering around the woods and running into things and nobody really cares about him. The other kid at that night actually you know they're looking for budnick and they sneak up on what they think is budnick and it's just a, a random dummy and they're like oh shit we did this wrong right when they're like okay well where is he then he winds up scaring them off anyway and he's really arrogant about it like he's just this little jerk he's like nobody can best me i'm unscarable body 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 blah and that was the girls and then sponge and mike are coming off from another direction and they have like these big ghost puppets but before they can even get anywhere near budnick they set off the soda traps they get sprayed with soda and they're all mad about it budnick's like okay fine everybody just come out just just come out and admit that you're trying to scare me because i'm unscarable ha 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 and the kids are like yeah whatever budnick Ugh, you're the worst but then they all hear this weird noise out in the woods and michael's like okay well if you're so brave go see what that noise was so bud's like okay he wanders out and who does he run into zeke the plumber and he starts talking to bud and bud's like oh my god this is so scary. And he winds up running off into the woods. There's this really weirdly long chase scene until Budnick like trips and falls up against this tree. And Zeke comes up on him. He's like, ah, I can smell your fear. And Budnick's like, oh, well, then you know that you walked into a trap. And Zeke's like, what? What trap? And then all of a sudden, this cooler falls out of a tree and a rope wraps around Zeke's ankle, pulls him up in the air. And, you know, he's hanging upside down and Bud walks up and pulls off his mask and well, it's Ugg. <laughs> you know, I knew you weren't a real ghost when you said I smell your fear. Because the real Zeke the plumber didn't have a nose. So let's find out who you really are. <sighs> Ugg doesn't get to have his revenge. It's very sad. So Budnick's like, yeah, okay, well, that was fun. Uh, I'm going to go get a knife so I can cut you down. And uh, I'm just the best. So he goes and he's heading back to camp to try and go get a knife. And he's saying to himself, aha, nothing can scare me, until he walks into a massive tangle of spider webs. And he starts shrieking bloody murder. And he starts crying and screaming for help. But he realizes that nobody's going to come help him because he's such a jerk. Meanwhile, the other campers are kind of nearby and they're hearing him screaming and crying for help. And they're like... Well, let's let's listen to him suffer for a little bit. We'll wait till we hear him say something good. And Budnick finally does say something like, oh, I'll be your slaves. So then the kids actually finally 
come up to him and they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll come help you. But, you know, you said that you were going to be our slaves and, well, that's going to be fun. So they make him carry all their stuff back to camp. And uh, the next day, he is going to have to stand up in front of everybody and tell them how much of a wuss he is. We don't get to see that, though. Instead, we cut to the next morning, and poor Ugg is still hanging upside down in the tree. But he's not hanging by just any tree. He notices that on the branch, there's the graffiti that Budnick had carved in earlier that says, you know, Ugg is a loser. And he gets so mad. And he's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And he hears footsteps coming towards him. He's like, oh, finally, I'm going to kill that Budnick. He was supposed to cut me down, blah, 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 blah. But it's not Budnick. It's Donkey Lips in his freaky pumpkin mask. So Ugg screams in terror. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> that was actually a super fun little romp down memory lane. And I realized that this is probably what actually gave me nightmares as a kid rather than Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because that imagery of Zeke the plumber in the cabin after Michael wakes up is horrifying because that mask is just, oh my god, it's the worst. And the sound design in this episode is amazing. The camera shots are really, really good. And I mean, it doesn't look like it was a cheap show. It looks like it was really uh kind of expensive some of the dialogue is really forced and a little bit stilted but when um the the actors are given free reign and you can tell when they are it's it's really good fun so yeah that was zeke the plumber and that was our fun little visit to camp on Awana. i hope you enjoyed that there may be more episodes like this in the future where we visit other series because there's a lot of fun nostalgia from the 90s and earlier the next episode is probably going to be a regular episode so until then i now declare this meeting of the midnight society closed Feel free to email us at areyouafanofthedark at hotmail.com. Are You a Fan of the Dark is all one word. You can also visit us at Are You a Fan of the Dark Pod on Facebook. And we also have our Midnight Society fan club where you can submit your own memories or even just comments about Are You Afraid of the Dark. And you can visit our show notes at midnightsocietyfan.club. <laughs>